Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, you're listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. How y'all doing? It's the 2nd of February. I hope y'all feeling all nice and charged up on this beautiful Tuesday. Y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking y'all for listening. Y'all can hear it in my voice. I'm up to something. We gonna talk about it today. But thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. For some of you, you've been tapping in with me every day since January 2nd. I am still all gas, no breaks. Didn't even stop to refill. I'm still running on the same tank I was running on January 2nd when I first started my daily podcasting marathon. My deadline, original deadline, and then my modified deadline has passed. So you know what that means? We're going to ride until the wheels fall off or at least until spirit says to stop. (laughs) So with that being said, shout out to those that tune in to Mindsex Mondays on Clubhouse yesterday with my girl Mindsex mentor, Delora Ging Young. She's been on this show twice. I definitely suggest if you are unfamiliar with her, please familiarize yourself. She is awesome when it comes to talking about tapping into sexual energy to be successful in and out of the bedroom. Shout out to those that have been tapping into Authenticity 101 Thursdays with my dog Tetris. He's also been on the show. <laughs> Tetris Kelly is the entertainment host uh, for at least 10 years and he's currently working for Billboard and we've been talking about um, showing up presently and authentically on and off camera virtually and in person. Um, so we've been talking about that. We talked about co switching last week. That was a really bomb room. It went well over time and I enjoyed going over time. It was a lot of fun. Also, shout out to those that tapped in with Amina Austin from um, Analogy the Healing Tree and I for Crystals 101 Saturdays on Clubhouse again. Um, Again, we talked about uh, different types of crystals. Last week, we talked about protection. Crystals, Amina is such an awesome source of information when it comes to crystals. So I love having her on um, every Saturday to talk about it. So if you are unfamiliar with what we're doing on Clubhouse... Please tap in. Don't sleep now because there's no replays of this. So I will tap in with your girl on Clubhouse at Spirit Home Girl. And my club that I do my rooms in are Make Peace with the Day. So if you find me on Clubhouse, that first circle that's at the bottom of my profile, that's the club that I do, which is Make Peace with the Day. So tap in with your girl. What you waiting on? So I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And I have done my absolute best to figure out how to do the words and how to get the words right. And y'all know how I do. If the words do not come to me, I do not talk about it. I have to make sure that I am 100% comfortable in what I'm saying to make sure that I'm getting my point across as true to what I mean intentionally as possible. So after two years, almost three, two and a half to be exact, I have finally found the words. And I feel good about it. It's really an awesome feeling when you've been asking spirit for the right way that feels right to say something or to communicate or express something. And then spirit's like, all right, here you go. (laughs) And you've been waiting. You're like, yes, we can do this. So with that being said, this episode is going to be about corn balls. Yes, corn balls. Okay. And um, it's a lot more corn balls in the world than we like to admit. So what the homegirl is going to do for you today is tell you from what she's experienced firsthand and what she's witnessed thirdhand, these different types of corn balls and how to deal with the corn balls accordingly. So with that being said, let me get some water because I don't know how long this episode is going to be. 
But we'll be right back. Attention, have you or a loved one come into close contact with a cornball? If so, you may have been exposed to cornball dust. Although cornball dust isn't generally contagious, if you have been around this person for an extended period of time, you too might be dusty. So in order to learn how to combat this and mitigate your damages, please keep listening to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast as we discuss the different cornballs and how to protect and cleanse yourself of cornballs and the dust that they bring. I hope y'all enjoyed that commercial. So with that being said, I'm not going to do a homegirl definition of cornball behavior because sometimes you cannot just say a sentence. And I wanted to illustrate the point a little bit more with the different archetypes of, or archetypes, depending on how you pronounce it, of cornball behavior. So with that being said, archetype number one, the bait and switch. This is a person that has purposely presented themselves to be different. We see a lot of this behavior on Clubhouse. We see a lot of this behavior on social media. They are the ones who position themselves to be a strategist, an expert, a astute business person, a um, very strategic mind, very sharp. But what they're doing is regurgitating stuff that has already been out there in order to position themselves and posture to come off like they are somebody they're not because they need whatever they need. Money, energy, subscribers, a following, press, what have you. They do what they got to do to get the job done. And then when you start to press them a little more, you start realizing that they do not know anything and you have wasted whatever that was you gave them, whether it was time, attention, money, energy, cosigns. It's been unfortunate where we've cosigned cornballs and now our family or our loved ones follow these people or or um, start to refer their people to it, not knowing these people are cornballs. Now, for me, how I rectify that is I pretty much share my experience because what I don't want is I don't want my people's getting scammed or being um, misled by somebody that ain't solid. Now, I've done pretty good throughout the years of vetting people and not really attaching myself to folks quickly for a look and things of that nature. So I don't really have that problem as much as um, a lot of people may have because I learned pretty early um, what happens when you try to um, associate with people without vetting them. And that was something that was offline. So I was kind of like, oh, let me just <laughs> let me just keep that experience with me to keep myself sharp. So um, we're, we're not all above it because it can always happen. I mean, you just you just never know. It just depends on how long people can keep the mask on. Sometimes the mask, at least in my experience, the mask never stays on longer than maybe six months to a year, if if a year. So um, that's one way to rectify cornball number one. Cornball number two is the in-demand cornball. Now, this is a person that may have just came up, viral moments, a good day in business, press, um, a dope collaboration. Now they start forgetting the people that roll with them, that's still down, they never switched up. They're in demand now, so they basically abandon the people that help them get to where they are or they abandon their family members, or they start acting quote-unquote brand new. When in actuality, that social status or that, that little boost or that money boost actually showed us who they were the whole time. Sometimes people do not know how to handle power or money or social status or any type of success. So they'll, they'll treat you like you're lazy or you're not dope enough or you're not popular enough when they was just talking to you like it was all good two weeks before. You know what I'm saying? People just get very funny, very strange. Um, a cornball that um, you could actually see. And well, actually, they, this could actually, well, yeah, yeah, that could apply for another one. Varnell Hill is an example of, and let me be clear. These different types of cornball can exist in the same being. I know it's wild, but it can happen. If you watch Martin, right? Do you remember there was this, 
episode where Tommy Davidson played a character named Varnell Hill. Varnell Hill was this dude that came up from Detroit through Martin's old radio station. Ended up becoming real big in LA. He came back to Detroit and really was just about him and himself and looking good and flexing. And I'm not going to tell you the story with that, obviously, because if you've seen it a, a million times like I have, you know what happens with that story. But Varnell Hill is an example of an in-demand cornball. He's a cornball in the sense, and I'm going to use him again in just a moment, but he's a cornball in the in-demand sense to where he forgets the quote-unquote little people in his hometown that have made him who he is, but he comes back as if he's God. Uh, you know what? I'm going to add another one. Hold on. That just inspired me. All right, so with that being said, let me get to what just inspired me on the fly as I recorded this. Another type of cornball is the God complex cornball. This can exist in the spiritual community. It can exist in the in-person community. And you probably know what example I'm talking about that exists outside the spiritual community because I see this all the time. There's one person that feels like they have the solution to humanity and they are using humans as guinea pigs to determine what's going to work best based on what they feel is the solution to the problem of humanity. They are not testing anything themselves. They are going to let everyone else be their guinea pigs. God complex outside of spirituality. That's one example from a spiritual sense to me. And some of this, this is a disclaimer. Okay. I can only speak on my own experience in terms of whether this particular subtype is a cornball. And the reason why I can say that I can only speak to my experience is because there may be some folks that do this that are solid people. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that I have encountered that have done this and they have used this God complex to exalt themselves as if they are holier than thou, infallible, and that they are better than everybody else. And that particular subtype is the ones who claim an entire God or goddess to be themselves. And what I mean is they're not saying they're a child of, they're not saying they're a priestess of, they're not saying they're a student of, they are saying that they are the God or the goddess that that we've read about or that has history or whatever. And they use that title to act like they're better than everybody else. That's cornball behavior. Every time, it never fails in my experience. And some of y'all may have different experiences and that's okay. Some of y'all may feel like y'all are so-and-so and and, you know, y'all may not be corny. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking about the people that I've met in my experience that have claimed that they're a god or a goddess specifically. They do not give respect to the energy of learning from. They think that they are. And they think they are reincarnated as this god. And what they do is they treat people like crap based on them feeling like since they're a God, they are above human stuff. Again, if you are familiar with spiritual homegirl, y'all know I am definitely not of disrespecting humans or their experiences. So granted, you can say Maria will low-key you disrespecting their experience. You can say that. Very valid point. I mean, I, I never said I was wrong. Never said I was above any of my own advice. But what I don't like, though, is you can be a God. You can be a goddess. You can feel however you want to feel. But when you start acting like you're better than folks and you start treating people disrespectfully, that's where you become a cornball flat out. That can't be argued with me because you can still be exhausted in your spiritual nature and feel like you got the energy of so-and-so, even though personally I wouldn't do it because I have a whole different respect for ancestral gods and goddesses and the energies and things like that. 
Like it's a whole, it's a whole different episode in terms of how I view gods and goddesses and their energies and what we can learn from it as our own, you know, as we go on our own experiences. But at the same time, regardless of what I believe or not, I definitely don't believe in treating other people like they're less than because you've gotten some type of ascension. The God or goddess may have shown up for you. They may have channeled you somehow. That's cool. I'm not saying that. But I also know some very humble folks that have had those same types of outer, um, otherworldly out-of-body experiences that are still just as dope and as down-to-earth as anybody that hasn't. So for me, I'm just like, when you start getting so high up in the sky, you lose your down-to-earthness because you think you a god or a goddess and you start treating folks all different types of ways and all different types of weird and strange and rude. That's where it becomes core and behavior. So that was really just off the fly. I just wanted to, um, wanted to get that off because that's also super cornballs. I had to unfollow somebody, uh, a different social media platform who was doing a lot. And I remember when that person said they channeled this person, I said, oh, okay, again, it's not my business, not for me to really feel no kind of way about. But when they started like getting real, I'm going to attack you if you do so-and-so. And just, it just started getting weird, man. Every day it was subtweeting people talking about y'all trying to attack me and I won't let you in. I'm like, look, man, if you a goddess like you say you are, man, go and handle business. Handle business, do what you got to do, return to sender, handle, do the job, do whatever you got to do. But all this tough talk online is just, it's negative at some point. Just handle your business and stop talking about it. If you really is this, is this warrior person, do what you got to do, bro. Last I checked, Easter Philosophy said the sneak attack, a planned strategic attack is the best attack. So you talking about what you finna do, you already showing your hand, but that's a whole nother story. Anyway, the next cornball is the sinner who sins differently. Oh, oh, it's one of my favorites because this person has gotten some type of knowledge of self or this person has gotten some type of awareness of their their um, their journey, whether it's the triumphs, the experiences, the uh, low points, the awareness of who they are. And they somehow judge you based on what they do or what they don't do, but they forget they're human and also have something that we could judge them for too. For instance, somebody may, and this is what I've dealt with in my experience, somebody will tell me I curse too much. I'm like, yeah, but you finesse people for a living. So you can't talk to me about my mouth when you scam folks for a living. Like, hello? <laughs> How does that work? My, ha- my house is made of glass and so is yours. So it's almost like, how can you judge me for sinning to what you think is sinning because I might get fly with the mouth every now and then when you're a person who don't even live right or live, uh, you don't live morally or ethically either. Like, what are you talking about? You're perfect. Tell me when you got your wings where you just perfect as hell and you flying around here like you better than everybody else. Usually cornball behavior has a, a same common thread of acting like there's something they're not or acting like they're better than people they're not. So that's the sinner who sins differently. They gonna talk to you all day about your life, how you not doing right, but yet you can name five things where they have hella shortcomings in that you ain't said because you don't feel like roasting nobody or that may be their business or, you know, or again, you might have the understanding that everybody sins differently. Therefore, it may not be your place if you feel that, but yet they feel so comfortable notating something about you, like something's wrong with you. Like they don't have a whole closet full of skeletons. Even if the skeletons are out, there's still probably a couple of more bones that's just sitting there waiting to be, um, seen so anyway uh the next cornball is the public figure 
Oh, man. So this <laughs> this cornball might be somebody that's in your immediate community that's very well-known, very respected. This public figure also may be somebody that's super well-known all across the world or in your country or province or state or wherever you live. And they may do a myriad of things, whether it's being um, known for community work, whether it's an athlete, whether it's an entertainer, whether it is... Um, Somebody known in the spiritual community, whether it's an educator, it, this this doesn't limit itself to any kind of occupation because cornball behavior is everywhere. OK, um, and they present something that just seems really dope in the newspapers, um, on the news, on the television programs, on the movies, in the songs in the social media interviews, really, honestly, this, the interviews, because, you know, art can be interpreted so many ways. And sometimes people play a character, you know, so that's one thing, but I mean more so with interviews in terms of how they present themselves. Now, some people have great media training and they know how to navigate interviews very, very well without having to show who they really are. And sometimes you'll meet this person. And this is why they always say, never meet your heroes. Me personally, I like to meet my heroes. I want to know if they're cornballs or not. <laughs> so I can adjust accordingly. Now, unfortunately, I have met people that I've looked up to and admired and respected. And they have proven themselves to be cornballs. And I have adjusted because I'm like, great. So now I know you're a cornball. The art you do is great or how you present or what you've done in your life is great. But I wouldn't want to talk to you beyond this. And I'm cool with that. Um, but some of those people, you start realizing like it's more of a media crafted image in terms of um, how they present versus who they really are. So there's been some heroes that I've met and I'm still cool with that don't do that. Um, and I'm grateful for that. But there's always that little handful that you're like, man, I'm so glad I met you because you really are like, <laughs> I would never talk to you, man. Like, like we, we would never be cool. Like you weird. Like you strange. You strange. I don't this really. So that's another um, cornball. Um, the audacity type of cornball. This is my favorite kind because we see it on social media all the time. It's always a person that like, <laughs> for instance, I seen a tweet that said, y'all doing these uh, challenges. And if y'all don't know, you know, the busted challenge and the silhouette challenge talking about y'all doing these challenges, making it real hard to cuff you. And then you look at their profile and you're like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you again? Who are you again? And usually the audacity person is a person that has a high level of confidence as if they think they are like God's gift to the world. Now, granted, you can think that, okay? But you got to understand when you start using that mentality to kind of make it seem like you're on one level and another person isn't, like the way I took that and the way a lot of people took it because they lit him up is that he feels like he's the authority on what's respectable for women and men. Or, or, or non-binary folks, because I've seen some non-binary folks do this challenge as well. He felt like he was the judge of whether he could just take his pick or whoever that did the challenge and determine whether they was comfortable or not based on whether they did the challenge. It's the audacity cornball usually comes with a question when they do cornball behavior. It's, who the hell are you? Who are you again? You can't be serious. Like, are you serious? It's always the ones that's, talking about they don't want to date fat women that could you know what i'm saying that you look at their profile and you're like but you're fat how can you how can you are you serious you're really gonna judge people for being fat as if like are you serious and even then if you judge people that's fat how do you think that you think they want you like it's a, it's weird it, they usually come with a they usually come with a caveat like they're usually <laughs> I hope y'all 
feel what I'm saying. They really just be on some. It's almost they come with like exclusions apply. You feel me? Like they look, they list. It's almost like who? What? It's like even if I did the challenge, I wouldn't talk to you no way. Like they're using it, folks, that we wouldn't take a second look at nowhere. And even if we took a second look, they usually cancel that out based on their personality conversation. So it's like. I wouldn't even talk to you no way. I'm not even like, you're, even if you hopped in my DMs talking about how unwipeable I am, I would laugh because I would never pay you dust anyway. You got so much cornball dust on you. You don't need me to pay you no type of other energy anyway. Being around that type of dust, I choke. It's like, uh-uh, you good. You got you a little cloud of dust. Like you had a little dust storm, a little dusty. Walking around here talking about you wouldn't do so-and-so, so-and-so. Like these women, these men, or these non-binary folks pay you any kind of attention. Like you got to go somewhere. Like, mm-mm, no, that's, corn, that's corny. And then my last type of cornball is the messy cornball. They messy. They usually... um put bugs in your ear and don't want you to tell the person that they said it they're usually the ones that are keeping up with the drama they're stirring the pots they are usually the ones who like to throw the rocks and hide their hands and they're also a combination of some of these other cornballs and to be honest these cornball types are not necessarily exclusive they're usually the ones that are um they usually are the ones that the the most high-faceted cornballs are the most dangerous because that's a lot of issue to work through, okay? But the messy ones, again, they're the ones that are always, well, you ain't heard it from me, but so-and-so said so-and-so about you. Or don't tell them I said it. I wasn't supposed to say that then. But so-and-so said so-and-so. My thing is this. If somebody said something negative about me, and you tell me, but you don't want to tell me, um, you don't want to be comfortable being brought up when I come to that person and tell them that I heard that, you just as bad. And I couldn't trust you no way. Because I feel like, and then I'm going to ask, like, well, dang, if you heard them say that about me, what did you say? So those are usually the messy cornballs, again, that will let somebody attack you in a room you ain't in. They won't say nothing. They won't defend your name. They'll come back to you and tell you what was said, but they will not want any involvement. And my thing is, if I heard somebody saying something bad about my homegirl or whoever I love, not only are you finna get it, I'm only going to tell you because I want you to know that whoever you're dealing with ain't, ain't, ain't real. And we're going to stand behind that. If you need a three-way call, we can zoom it up. And you, I'ma tell, yeah, you said XYZ. And I checked you for it. Mate, that's just me though. That's just me. So um, yeah. Those are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh, I like that number seven. Those are the seven corn balls for today's episode. And how to deal with them is like this. Number one, we realize they're human. And I know that doesn't sound very um. Yes, get them together. I know it's not very like draggish or roasty like, but I feel like realizing that people have the ability to be human and be imperfect is a good way to start assessing folks for who they are. The other thing is to not have expectations with how people may act. Sometimes we have an idea of our head of what we want people to be, especially it's for the public figures too. The public figures um, and the... Well, really the public figures is what I can apply to it, at least in my experience. We judge folks based on the art, based on the interviews, based on the media that they project to us. Now realizing that there may be a good coach out there that's telling them and coaching them what to say. And taking people at face value, I guess, could be applicable to all of this. Take folks at face value when they show you that they're a cornball. You really can't hide cornball behavior. Usually it starts to show up over and over. The more comfortable they get, the more it potentially has to come out. So when you start seeing that, do not be in denial. Yeah, you saw that. That was cornball dust. 
Yeah, you inhaled that. So, yeah, that was cornball dust. So, to avoid getting ashy and dusty like them, take it for what it is, and you can do a few options. They're pretty clear. They're clear cut. I mean, you can stay around them and just keep getting involved in cornball schemes or cornball mess or being disappointed because they're showing you who they are and you don't want to accept it because there's an attachment you need. And usually that's a public figure issue or an in-demand issue because we'll look at a public figure or a person that's in-demand and think that they, we need them to get on and you really don't. All you got to do is turn yourself up and the people that's supposed to notice is going to notice. And that's word to Trinidad James. Okay. So, you know, the attachment thinking that, oh, if I just put up with it, I'll get something out of it. Nope. No. that's I just think that's a, a easy way to compromise your integrity. Um, and also, the, another option is just taking off. Like, you can distance yourself. Like, you can set your boundaries and be like, look, I don't care who you are. You're a cornball. And that's okay. And we cornball free around here. Or at least keeping the cornball behavior to a minimum. I've reached my cap. For the year. So I'm going to go ahead and take my distance. And I can be cordial with you if necessary. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, because you might be a good person underneath all that cornball. And it's not may want to, you know what I'm saying? If you get some type of help and, you know, you start to grow and evolve, maybe we can be back cool again. Some people do that. I personally don't. I'm more of a, you're a cornball. I'm disgusted. Um, no love lost. No hate over here. But I'm going to keep it moving because my energy has already been given away enough. So I'm going to save my energy. I'm going to save my stuff. And I'm going to cut on out. So that's kind of what I do. I, I completely disassociate. I completely distance. If I put people onto the cornball and I publicly co-sign, I will retract the cornball statement, I will. I will, I will retract a cosign quickly because I don't want anybody associating me with anybody that is not thorough. I don't want anybody. And this is what I noticed too. When we have word of mouth, word of mouth is great. Um, and I would hate for somebody that I put on, that I cosign to be leading folks astray or to be full of the, of the BS. So I am going to publicly retract. I've seen situations where people I cared about had to retract against folks they was working with and they did it to protect themselves and people around them. So they're like, yo, I know what you might have seen, but that's not what that's not it. That really ain't it. I just got found out about some stuff. I want y'all to be on game. So y'all not getting taken advantage of either. That's really the place it comes from. It's not to be messy, but it's to protect not only myself, but to protect other people that may not um, that may not be dealing with them yet, but may want to deal with them because I may have co-signed them or it's to protect those from further wasting something from somebody that's done something. And um, and you're going to have to determine what that is, because for me, for me, it's like, you know, if you're a great artist, like a public figure, because I had a situation where there was a person that was super talented with their artistry, but they was real corny like and they were messy and it was over like a man. And I was like, wow, you're really corny, bro. Like you're ill. So, yeah, I can respect your work from afar, but I don't have to get a dime to it at all. I don't have to spend my money on what you do. You're you're corny, like you're messy. So me knowing that, I can at least keep it separate to where I can respect your talent. But I can also keep it separate to where I don't have to put a dime into what you're doing. I don't have to support that, if that makes sense. So I can respect it, but I ain't got to put no checks to it. No coins to it, no cash, no monies to it. So that's one way I have to, um, that's one way I've dealt with a public figure corny um, type of situation. Another one is when I noticed that a public figure was real corny and without really giving the details, it was just more like a, you know what? I'm not going to talk to them anymore. I don't need no celebrity connection to get on. I don't. 
it would be nice to have a cosine, but I feel like a cosine of a million or a cosine of a thousand or a cosine of a hundred, that's a line. That's more genuine to me because they rock. They rock with me and it's different people versus me just sitting here being up under a celebrity or trying to keep a constant connection with a celebrity for a cosign. That's corny that I don't even like like that. No. Once I realize that the personalities don't align and you're a weirdo and you're a cornball, I will disassociate. I do not care. I will burn the bridge depending on how bad it is. I will burn it. And usually I've, this is the thing about bridges, right? I've never burnt a bridge that didn't need to be burnt because I know how to swim when it comes to that. I know that the bridge need to be burned because I need to protect myself from some foolishness. So yeah, we're going to burn it down and I'm going to swim to where I got to go. It's going to take me a little longer, but I don't need that bridge, especially if that bridge is already raggedy as it is. I don't keep raggedy bridges around. I don't. I burn them. I destroy them. I salvage it and I leave that room there to build another bridge that's going to actually be sturdy and get me to where I need to go. But in the meantime, while we get that figured out, I'm going to swim to figure out who's going to help me build this bridge and I'll find somebody else. And that's in any realm, not even from a public figure realm. But that's just how I operate. Because we be in situations sometimes where we accept a lot of crap because we simply don't know no better. But once you realize that you really have the power within to move independent of cornball behavior and the dustiness that follows them, you don't have to be like them. And sometimes people get around cornballs so much to where they start turning into cornballs too. The influence is serious. When you want to be down with somebody so bad, sometimes just start acting like folks to, to, to show that you're cool and you're trustworthy and you're willing to be um, bonded to. And it's like, nah, like I'm cool. That's why I said cornball dust is highly contagious. It'll either choke you out or it'll get in your system and you'll mess around and start acting like them. It's almost like being a zombie, but with cornball behavior. You just moving all kinds of weird that ain't even ain't even you. All because somebody done, you done got in close proximity with somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, just, mm. but, but that's what I want to say. Um, <laughs> let me know what y'all think about this episode. I'm curious to know if y'all have had any cornball experiences. I might do a, a, um, a tweet about it. I, yeah, I'm going to do a reel about it. If y'all on Instagram, I'll have a reels, um, post about it. And we can talk about whether you've had a cornball behavior, um, encounter. How'd you handle that? But with that being said, y'all, thank y'all for listening to this episode. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and, um, Facebook at Spiritual Homegirl. Again, like I said, I'm uh, Spirit Homegirl on Clubhouse. I could not talk. And then I'm also... Signing up for Tribe Letter, that's every Monday. So if you missed it, that came out yesterday, um, definitely tap in. You can click the show notes here in the link, or you can click um, spiritualhomegirl.shop and tap in. Or if you're on Instagram, you can click my bio link and it'll take you there. Also, uh, if you want some aromatherapy products, you can definitely tap in at spiritualhomegirl.com. I'll be doing some more educational information about that very soon. And if you want to support a black woman creator, you can sign up for Spiritual Homegirl's Patreon at spiritualhomegirl.com. On Patreon. Tiers only start at $7, which is 23 cents a day. I just posted some Aquarius information for the Sun Sign Challenge. Every Sun Sign, we take advantage of the energy and we do what we got to do to better our lives step by step. Every Sun Sign season. So I just posted some Aquarius content. So if you are new to the game, definitely tap in. Shout out to my Patreon crew. Y'all are definitely appreciated. I also have a membership goal. I want to get to a certain number of patrons and from there i want to give everyone that is in my community a a free gift that is really dope um that'll last forever 
So I wanted to put that on y'all. If y'all want to join, definitely do so. And once I hit my membership goal, I can give everybody something special for tapping in. So with that being said, y'all, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, share with somebody that you love that could use the game. And um, yeah, I'll catch y'all next episode. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself and wear your mask, not for COVID, but not just for COVID, but to protect yourself from cornball energy and the dust that it brings. Okay? Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trachademics Valerio.